Hi, this is Brennan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Lady Chow Fung. And we're going to be doing a discussion on the movie The Duel, a 1971 Shaw Brothers film directed by Cheng Che and starring T. Lung and David Cheng. It's a sort of grisly tale of revenge. Um, and I think that uh, it has a lot in common with another movie that we that we uh, talked about, what was it, maybe two weeks ago, the uh, Flag of Iron film. So, um, so why don't we just get right into the discussion and... Uh, what was your, what it was your idea to, to watch this film? So I thought I'd get your thoughts on it first, just in terms of what you think of the movie and and why why you thought it was. Um, uh, I know you would have mentioned it was connected to Flag of Iron. So I enjoyed this movie um, because it's a more modern take. I'd watched Flag of Iron first, and someone suggested that I watch The Duel and see if they were anything alike. And as I watched them, they were really closely related to each other. They're, except for their time periods are completely different. One, the duel is set in a more modern era and the, the flag of iron is set in a, an ancient time. Yeah, and I think what was interesting to me, too, because, you know, this was my first time watching it. So I was watching it based on your recommendation and you had alerted me to the similarities before I viewed it. And I was wondering the whole time if, um, you know, would I pick up on those similarities if I hadn't been alerted to them? Because they are because there, there are so many things that are similar in terms of the uh, the plot and the and and the characters. But the movies really, to me, they felt very different in a lot of ways. So. I didn't know if I would have picked up on that if I had, uh, if it hadn't been drawn to my attention, um, but I thought it was great. I I, I was I was um, profoundly impressed with this movie. I I um, you know a, a lot of times like you 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 feel like oh well you know I'm not going to see a Shaw Brothers movie and get like a that sense when I first saw you know the assassin or whatever movie it was that sort of first got you hooked on these things and this is. Right probably one of the better ones I've seen in a long time. I, I thought it was intense. I thought it was that the, the, the action scenes were great. I love the way they were fighting with the knives. I mean, I've seen knife movies before, but the way they were doing in this one just looked really cool to me. And, and, and I think David Chang and T Lung have such chemistry, but I don't think I've ever quite seen the level of chemistry they had here for some reason. Um, and maybe it was just the specific roles they were playing. Um, but I, I really liked them together in this movie. And I liked, I liked the other, um, the other characters around T. Lung as well. Um, so yeah, so I, I was, I was very impressed with this. I, I, I highly recommend it. And, and I, I had a, a great time watching it. And, and like you said, it, it totally does sort of tie into some similar things with the Flag of Iron movie. This movie really draws you in to the center of it. Like sometimes you feel like when you're watching a movie, you're kind of like on the outside and you're kind of looking in and you're not caring so much about the characters. But in this movie, I was personally drawn into it and I cared about what happened to the relationships between the different characters. And in this film, the relationships were much different than I'm used to because 
since I watch a lot of Venom's movies, there aren't a lot of female male relationships in those movies. So um, this movie had that and it helped the plot move along, I think a lot smoother because, you know, you had the love interest between um, Jin Long and Butterfly and um, David Chang and um, the prostitute. And so it was just, I don't know, it felt more complete to me, more of a complete story where I wasn't wandering about loose ends. Well, why did this happen? Why did that happen? It was very well explained, I think. I agree. And it even starts, it opens up kind of with a romantic theme where like, not a romantic theme, but a romantic moment where he's getting that tattoo of the butterfly on his chest. And he's, he's basically talking about all the rich colors that he wants on it and, and, you know, telling the guy to like make it the most beautiful thing he's ever seen. And, uh, and so, you know, you, you, you get, so, so the T. Lung character, he's really like, I mean, he's like a manly man. He's like a masculine type guy, but he's also clearly presented in a very romantic light at the very start of the movie. And, and I, I did like that balance. And I, I, I agree with you. I think, I think the thing that pulled me in is I really uh, felt emotionally invested in the T Lung character and in the David Chang character. Um, but also like the, you know, like Ku Fung played, um, I think his brother in this. And I forget who the other actor was, but he had like another friend within the same group. And and their their bond was all that was all very important to kind of pulling you into the film, and then the the relationships with the women were like they felt like real real relationships, even though right. like you said, one of them is like a, a a prostitute, and one of them I think she becomes one later on by you know not not because she wants to but because she has to has to right yeah. and I think the the, the prostitute I think her name was was it Ashu was that her name um, I'm trying to remember I know I know you Uy played her I believe. But, uh, um, yes, in the, in the version, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're right. The name's right. Um, I know in the version that we, so we saw it, I I think both of us saw the dub version and, and the dub that I watched, I noticed they actually, I think that the, they changed actresses on her midway through the film. Um, because towards the end, she developed this Southern accent that I didn't recall her having at the start of the movie. Um, she didn't have it at the very beginning, so the person who dubbed her changed. Oh, is that it? Okay, yeah, because I noticed there was another actor where something like that happened as well, where it was clearly the same voice, but midway through a conversation, he started using like a southern twang, and um, and it was it just sort of was striking. Oh, but, I'm glad it wasn't just me. I thought yeah. I was losing my mind. No, no, no. And at one point, midway through dialogue, whoever was dubbing T. Lung either the actor changed or the guy like left cleared his throat and came back and was, was like, you know, and it was like, as he was speaking. So it was like, he said one sentence, then the next sentence, it sounded like a completely different voice. So the, the dubs were, I mean, and I've heard some funky dubs, but there were definitely some notable things in this dubbing that, uh, but again, the film was so good. I didn't care. Um, you know, that, that was, uh, you know, it was, uh, I'd like to see it with the subs now because this was such a tremendous film, but I, 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 I had no problem overlooking any of the dubbing issues when I was watching it. Um, but I, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't have a problem with the dub of uh, this dub either. It just made me chuckle at first 
when I heard it because I was like, uh, when did the lady become a Southern Belle? And it was it was very pronounced. It was very it yes. was like a very like, wow, she's really like hammering those Southern sounds in that. It, it, and, and, and it just wasn't there up until any point before that. So it 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 uh, it. But I liked her character. Her character, I thought, was one of the, um, you know, there were a few moments where where she, where she, I don't know, she just sort of impressed me. Uh, I, like, um, I forget the, was the other woman's name Hoodie? I know there was, an, there was another girl that was um, not, not T. Lung's love interest, but the younger right. woman. That the he, other that, girl that, um, the scene where... Um... They were in the street, and the girl was trying to. They guys were trying to take the girl. Yeah, yeah, that scene, and um, and and Aju, she kind of interceded as best she could. Um, yes, you know, I mean, again, this is a movie where like the violence is kind of all plausible and stuff, so characters don't they don't go, cra- you know, unless the, unless it's like a like the main character, they don't go crazy, uh, you know, risking their lives. But she made she made an effort to stop what was happening. Um, and uh and also the um uh the love interest butterfly um again i i, I don't want to spoil it, so we probably shouldn't spoil it but she does something when they're escaping the brothel that's pretty pretty striking and the whole uh, brothel scene to me was be- very powerful uh especially the scene where it's just the two of them in the room and they're talking back and forth with each other that was so emotionally intense for me. Yeah, that that scene I thought was very good. Um, the whole thing, and, and and it's interesting too, because like you said, like there's that whole scene where they're just talking, um, and and it's a, it's a it's a very powerful scene. And then there's a really great fight scene right after that. Um, <laughs> yes, where guys are getting kicked over rails, and it's, it really was like it reminded me a little bit of some of the, uh, there was a movie I think around 2003 kung fu hustle um it reminded me a little bit of uh of some of the fight scenes in that and i was wondering oh maybe they were maybe this was one of the films that was on their mind when they made that movie um but but also there were parts of the the fight choreography in this t lung occasionally would remind me of bruce lee in uh the way that they had him uh when he would strike with both his hands do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it just it just kind of had a very bruce lee vibe to me but it it also uh, there was a the, the final scene when uh, and again I don't want to give too much away but but Ku Fung uh, has a has sort of a a big moment against the bad guy. Um, what was the bad guy's name? Khan was that the bad guy in this? Yes, Khan. Yeah. So he has a big standoff with Khan, um, and that reminded me. There's a movie called The Moment of Romance um, that's sort of more of a modern action movie. But the very ending of that film was there's something about that scene where they were both kind of reminding me of of, of one another, um, and so this, I don't know this movie just had like a lot uh, there were a lot of moments where I felt like wow like I I'm I'm connecting this to other movies and I wonder if that, those were deliberate connections or not um, right but I I really enjoyed it uh, and I liked the music too uh, again I know a lot of it was like I think music that was uh, from other movies and it's movie music that I've heard in, in other Cheng Che films, mm-hmm. but the, but where, but, but, but a lot of times it's when it's played, that's important. 
and and I I really found the the musical uh, aspect of the film to work quite well as well. Um, but yeah, so I don't. I, uh, uh, what what were uh, some of the moments aside from the brothel scene, obviously, that really stood out for you? Um, besides the brothel scene, you just mentioned the scene that Ku Feng had, which was. It helped me see him in like a different light because I'd been used to seeing him in a villainous role. So to see him in that dramatic scene expressing that kind of emotion was very powerful to me. It changed my whole thinking on him. So then after I had seen that, then I went and watched... um, Tiger Killer and um, the Delightful Forest. Oh, that's that's a I love that movie, The Delightful Forest. Um, I've wanted to see him in a different light, so mm-hmm. that was a good introduction to me because I'd only known him as a villain. Okay, yeah, Ku Fung's an interesting, um, interesting actor. I, I I feel like he's very versatile. And in this movie, he, he again, he, there's there, there's a there's a sort of similar character in a, in, in a moment of romance who's like the he's kind of like the sworn brother of the main character. And he has a very mm-hmm. not only a similar look, but like a similar personality and a similar ending to what happens here. But he's almost like a helpless. He's not a, he's not like a powerful guy. He's he's uh, but he but in that final moment, he 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 sort of is able to shine and, and, and I'm trying to say this without spoiling it. So that's why I'm stumbling here, but, right. but you know, he, he, he really sort of, you know, uh, you know, rises to the occasion in the final moment. And, uh, and so I, I and it makes it a little more compelling cause he's, he, he, he's not like the T Lung character who, you know, is so competent and, and right. so capable. And so it's no surprise that he, I mean, you know, th- there's other things that are great about that character, but, but you're not surprised by, by uh, by uh, you know what he's able to do in the final moments of the movie, and with the Ku Fung character, it's a little different because you don't you kind of dismiss him like he's not you know he's he's sort of just a a little bit of a loser in this movie. Um, right. So I, I I I those kinds of things I like, and that final scene is great. That um that that was a really cool. Uh, I don't know how to put it because there. There's so much going on in that. There are three fights in that final battle, and they're all they're all different. There's the fight with the bad guy. There's the there's okay. the. Uh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, okay. So, uh, so there's the fight with the bad guy. There's the fight with um, uh, T. Lung and David Chang. Uh, so like the 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 Rambler and and uh, Chen Che, right? That was the name of uh, T. Lung's character. Um, and uh, and then there's the I, again I don't want to spoil anything but there's another complication that leads to another battle and and that I, twist was awesome though no it was great that's what I loved about this movie it I mean th- and the thing that was great about it was I didn't question any of that all three things of those all those th- those three things happened and I I didn't question it I I just fully accepted it and. And so it, it, for me, it just totally worked. It was, um, and I thought it was an amazing film. And the, 
the kind of violence that they had in this movie was so it, it was intense and grisly but also very very well crafted i thought the i was watching like especially the second time i watched it i was paying attention to like how you know with with a lot of these cheng chan movies especially the earlier ones i find the scenes look very composed and i was mm-hmm. i was sort of following how well composed they were over the course of an entire fight do you know what i mean like like it's right. one thing to have like a great shot where the guy walks into view and you're impressed but it's another thing if if they're maintaining that as people are moving around and it's like it still looks like they were planning it that's uh and so there were a lot of moments like that in this movie um but yeah i just was there, there were just all kinds of things about this film that impressed me um and and that final moment i guess we can say that there are firearms involved it, it yes. in the movie and i liked again it, it kind of reminds me a little bit of the savage five where you're reminded that you know that the weapon choices matter and that you know guns kind of outweigh knives and knives kind of outweigh fists and and the and the and the guns when they show up because they're sort of only in that final moment they're a big deal Um, and that's what i liked about this movie it wasn't a gunslinger movie throughout the film it had a little bit of everything there's a little um, knife fighting, hand to hand. There was, and the guns were in there too. So it was a mixture of everything. You didn't see just one style throughout the whole entire movie. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely agree with that. And and and, and it's and it made it. Um, it I don't know. It made, it made the it, it upped the stakes dramatically. Um, so that in that last moment, you were just you were. It, you know, like I said, like you weren't surprised what T. Lung could do. But then when they brought the guns in, you know, it doesn't matter what he can do. It's very dangerous because guns, right. you know, it's it's sort of, I mean, in, in some movies that don't, there's always like different physics around the guns and the weapons and how effective they are. But this is a movie where the guns were clearly effective. Um, and so I, I, I you know, I, 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 I liked seeing that. It was, um, it just kind of added something to it for me. Uh, I also liked... The, like there were there there was a moment earlier in the movie where and again I wish I could remember the character's name it was the the guy who ended up like managing a restaurant after everything had kind of gone down um and he was like his, uh oh it was uh Zhao Mao right was that his name Zhao Mao the um like his basically like T Lung's best friend not his brother yeah his I was kind of confused a little bit with that character oh it they played like best friend but in kind of a way they were more like brothers too yeah i i mean i wonder oh go ahead so i I was a little confused on their relationship on how to determine if it was best friends or maybe they had been sworn brothers because they were always partnered together And, and he did use the word partner at one point so I wonder, yeah, they, they might, yeah, they might've meant maybe they were sworn brothers. I can't, I, I don't remember them mentioning that, but the dubbing, you know, who right. knows? Um, but, but that character, I remember early on, he, he, he kind of instructed him on like how to kill somebody with a knife. Like they they had a big fight 
uh, with the uh, like like you know the T Lung is uh, you know is in his father's group and his father has an enemy who recently died and they go to the funeral and uh, and basically try to kill everybody and, and 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 but how casual he was giving that killing lesson you know he's like no 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 don't don't aim for the belly he won't die aim for the throat and, and yeah. just, you know just those, those kinds. Uh, I I don't know so you you just got the sense very early on that you know this was just he was just accustomed to this stuff it wasn't it was like to like for us it would be the equivalent of like you know changing a coffee filter or something um it was just a casual you know thing um but yeah so uh you know there was that and i think the um what else was it the uh again i i want to kind of talk about the brothel scene a bit more but i i want to do it without the spoilers is the problem um but what what about that scene did you find powerful because uh, i remember you mentioned that you you thought the scene where they were just talking in the room was a very very important scene well t long when he first enters he's um sitting in the shadow and then when the lady of the evening comes in she sits on the bed and he doesn't move and he goes and thrusts open the window. So now he's bathed in light and she it's revealed to her who it is. And to me, that was powerful. Um, going from the shadow to the light. It was like in, I guess it had been a full year that he had been away and all this had happened to her in a year. And then she just had become used to being in this situation and she wasn't going to get out of it. And so, you know, it was just like one more customer until she finally realizes who it is. And it was kind of like shining a light on him as possibly her savior to get her, to get her out of this negative situation that she was in. I see. And it was it was an interesting scene, too, because there, there were so many emotions that they, you know, like that, that the conversation goes, runs the gamut. And and so uh, but ultimately, I, I found the, the resolution, uh, at least before all the bad guys arrive, very satisfying, um, you know, in terms of, you know, how how he eventually accepted what she told him. Um, but it was a rough road getting there. Um, and, uh, yes, and there's one action that he, that Ti Long takes that completely shocked me in that scene. Um, I don't know if I should say it or not. I think you can say it, because I know which one you're talking about, and I was kind of dancing around it myself, but I think, I think you can say it. I think it's, it's a... Okay, when he slaps her, that was, like, it was shocking to me, because it's not something that I'm accustomed to seeing him do in a film, but again, knowing the culture, that's what would have happened. And to have that in there made the whole movie plausible. Like this is something that really could have happened. And it just continued to suck you in to the the whole movie that everything would have happened in real life. It wasn't any of this fantasy kind of thing that you you could be used to. And the like you said, the violence wasn't 
over the top where, you know, it's like that will never happen, but it was all so real life, the whole, the situations, the relationships, the violence, the way they talk to each other was more, um, kind of more realistic. Yeah. And I think like, yeah, cause I, that scene surprised me too. And, and I think, I think anybody who, you know, lives in the modern world is going to be, you know, that, that, that when a, when a hero does that sort of thing in a movie, it, it would be right. shocking. Um, but I, I kind of agree with you. I feel like they reeled it back really quickly. So like it happens and, and it's clear that it's a, um, they don't indulge in that moment for too long. Right. Um, but then when he finally does accept it, it somehow makes you buy that more a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. because like you're saying it in the time and the place, it feels like that might've been what would have happened. Um, and so, so yeah, but, it, but it's definitely a, an, an alarming moment. There's a lot of alarming moments in the movie. Um, and that's definitely one of them. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that, I, I, I think that's definitely the, uh, a scene that I think, uh, it's, it's the one that sticks out in your mind that, that moment yes. in the film for sure. And, uh, and, and I think it's, it, it, it you know, we're not gonna, we're not going to spoil what ends up happening at the end of that sequence, but you know, it's obviously it's hard to talk about it without mentioning the slapping. Cause I think that's, um, it was, it was a, it was a really important thing. Um, and I, and I, and I, and I wonder too, because when, you know, the film was made in 71, so you wonder how much of it was deliberately done to shock or, you know, is it more just this much time has passed and, and we're, we're shocked by it. Um, but, uh, but I, I thought it was an effective scene and the, uh, I, I, and, and her character in that, I, again, I, I think the, um, the timing of what, you know, the, the, what ends up happening at the end of that sequence is, um, uh, I can't. I can't really talk about it without spoiling. It's, it, so that part so, shocking too. I didn't yeah. expect that to happen. Yeah, it's it's a very. There's a lot of surprising moments in that scene. Is what I'll what I'll say. Um, but yeah, I I I, uh, I think I think the 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 way that this film was shot, like you were saying, is a big part of why it works too. Because like I I didn't necessarily pick up on some of those details that I think you tend to pick up on, like the the light and the shadow and stuff. But you just know when you're watching it, it's a very it's a very even from the opening sequence when um when they sort of have that standoff with him and David Chang, and you just feel like it, they set the mood really well, and. And, and, it, and it's, I think, one of the more visually attractive Chang Chang movies I can remember. Um, you know, there's, and there's quite a few of those, but this is definitely up there with some of the better ones. Um, just in terms of the way the scenes are framed and everything. But, you know, what was your take on the, on the David Chang character? Because he's kind of important. And we were talking about the, um, I forget, what was he in, in this was he, he was the rover. He was the rover. Yeah, it's funny at the the credits thing I'm looking at. They're calling him the Rambler, but yeah, he's called the Rover. Um, and and the other guy in in Flag of Iron was called the White Robe Rambler. Um, yes. So uh, I'm just curious what your take on his character was in this movie. I liked his character, and I liked that he was complex. Um, I liked his calling card. I'm going to call it his calling card. You just 
didn't know from his actions where he lied from the beginning of the film. Um, when he came into the scene, he catches the knife. And um, I can't remember which character threw it, but he catches the knife. And it's like, okay, are they friends or not friends? But then you realize when they all meet up at the um, T. Long's father's house that, well, at least they know each other. They've been around each other. So they have a kind of friendly relationship. But I was always cautious with him because he didn't, he wasn't gregarious and friendly like everyone else and all into the family kind of thing. So you didn't know exactly where his loyalties were going to lie when it was all said and done. Yeah, he was pretty and, brooding. Uh, he was pretty brooding, that guy. <laughs> yes, he was very low-key and brooding. Definitely not the um, chipper guy that you see in... Um, flag of iron i think their characters were similar in who they were but the way that they were played mattered to each of the film his broodiness in um the duel was very important to keep you on edge and to keep you wondering where exactly he was going to be with and then the ultimate twist at the end tells you exactly where he belonged but and that was a good twist. I thought that was an, that, that kind of surprised me. I was not expecting that. Um, I wasn't expecting it either. Um, there, the Senator, he was just so, um, he wasn't in the film very much. I think he may have had two or three scenes, but so he didn't, you don't think he's very important, but in the end, he ends up being very important. Yeah, because he has this, he's briefly introduced in the beginning, and then at the very end, he comes back. And you, I mean, I guess the actor who plays him, you kind of know he might be important just because the actor, um, you know, right. it's, it's um, uh, was it, Lee Wan Chung, uh, uh, who played Smiling Tiger and Come Drink With Me. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, but he... When he comes back, he's clearly much more important than you thought. And it's a little bit of a delightful surprise. Um, so, but I, and I know uh, normally we, ha we have Steve here. And so I feel like I want to channel something I know Steve would have brought up. And, and so <laughs> what, what is, what is your, what is your take on, because da da I, uh, David Chang, he's kind of a smaller guy. And so I, I'm curious uh, how you felt that played visually in this film. I thought it was fine because it made him more invisible and not, I don't know how to explain it, prominent. Like, he's not this larger than life, I'm going to stick out type, but he was able to maneuver through the scenes and kind of be invisible without being totally invisible. He was able to... Um, have a presence in the film and you know he's important, but it's not like everything was centered on him, which everything shouldn't have been centered on him, but you know he's an important character. 
Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I agree because he kind of hangs out in the background uh, in a lot of scenes, and he's sort of lurking. Yeah, and so that works. My see what I what I thought about it because I I was um at first I was thinking, and I've seen him in a lot of movies, but in this one I felt like they were playing that up more than some of the other ones. Like you know he's yeah, he, you could clearly see that he was smaller than T Long, and so at first I was like, oh, it's kind of maybe a little harder to buy into him killing a guy but then I'm like well, wait he's using knives it's not like he's you know it's not they're not just killing with brute force here um right but also the fact that his character is supposed to have that cough which i want to kind of get into in a minute anyway i love but, the cough but he's got the cough so he's sickly so it kind of played into that but then i realized it makes t lung look a lot bigger if he's smaller do you know what i mean the contrast between them mm-hmm. um was important i think to to the movie and I realized that 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 pairing them in that way was was actually pretty crucial because because T Lung, I mean, he he's not a small guy by any stretch, but in this movie they really play up, you know, the the sort of you know he's got he's got no shirt on for most of the film, most and, of the film, yeah, yeah and uh and he's and, he, and he's flexing muscles a lot of the film, so there's the, it it uh it, it sort of uh is a good counterweight uh to 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 his character. But the cough, what I was wondering about is, is that, was that a real cough or was that because of the thing we find out about with him? Was that just a, was that just a, a flourish they created uh, to deceive people? I don't know. I, I think it was a mixture of both. I think it was a flourish that kind of made people think that he was weaker than what he was, which allowed um, T. Long's character to be bigger than life in this movie, even bigger than he really is. Um, so the, I think the cough helped to make David seem uh, smaller, weaker, and more or less significant. And that surprises a lot of people of what you can do when you're kind of described that way. But to me, it was a calling card. Like the one um, guy said that every time he coughed, um, someone was sure to die. And every time that he coughed in a scene shortly after someone died. So it was, I think it was to help make him seem weaker and more invisible, but also it's, you know, what's going to happen next. Okay. Yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. Cause he, he definitely would like, there were moments where whenever he would lash out at people physically, it was, um, it's almost when he seemed to, he almost appeared physically weakest in those moments right before he would strike. And so I think, I think you're right. I think it's like, it was part of his angle. Um, for sort of throwing people off guard. But I also, I liked the swashbuckly ass. There was like, a, there was like, a, there was like the Elvis aspect of the, uh, of the Rambler in him. Right. Um, but there was also kind of like a, an Errol Flynn thing going on with his character. Like, I don't quite know how to put it, but he had like the vest and he had the little daggers and he just uh-huh. seemed like a, uh, you know, almost like a highwayman from like a, a, a film set in the 1700s. Um, and I, it just was interesting to me. Um, but I, I liked his character and I liked the, the, the I, I couldn't stop thinking about the cough. I was just like, I was trying to find out if it was real or not. And that he, and that he was smoking a cigarette as he's fighting people. 
That was also right. something. I'm sorry? No, I said right. And then I've seen people have pipes, but for some, something about a cigarette while you're fighting seems a little bit more intense than a, than a pipe. Um, it doesn't seem like something that you would do if you were, if, if you were, you were in the middle of a battle. Um, and so that he had this cigarette going, I thought was pretty cool. Um, and, uh, and also, like you said, like the, um, the, the, there was sort of that romantic thing where he had the whole relationship with, um, uh, what was it? Ashu, uh, the, from the brothel. Um, and the whole thing too, with the women at the different factories that they had, they, they, this was a movie that they kind of, a lot of times there are big, bad bosses who are doing bad things to people, but this was a movie where you got a more ground level view of the, uh, uh of how that was affecting, uh, regular people in the background. Right. So the girls, the, the girls in the factory, it's, it's amazing how easily you go to work in a factory and then all of a sudden you're working in a brothel and you don't have the choice. It's just like you're forced from one to the other because the boss just wants you in the other job instead. So it was really um, striking, like you said, that you know this is the ground level, the bottom. You're always at the top seeing the treachery of the boss, but you got to see how it affected everyday life for many of the different characters. And also the, um, the clever way they, 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 they explained sort of the minutia of it when, when he had them burn the, uh, the contract contract. Mm -hmm. yeah, I thought that was a cool detail. Cause it just immediately, it was just like, it didn't take much, but it showed me a lot about how the whole thing was done. And, and so I, I, you know, th those kinds of things are, are, are helpful when you're watching a movie so that you can understand what's going on. Um, right. But it also was just a cool visual. The, the, the contracts in his hand like that just seemed to work visually. Um, but yeah, there was, I, 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 I really enjoyed this movie. I, I was, uh, I was very glad that I saw it. Um, and, and like you said, it's, it's a little bit more of a modern film. So they, they, I mean, it's not, it's not like present day, but I mean, it's like, uh, what well, did, did, but you know, did you, notice the costuming i love costumes but did you notice the costuming david um chang was the only one who had the most modern of the costumes if you look at him he wore a suit and a tie for some of his scenes with regular dress shoes and then everyone else was pretty much in um almost traditional chinese clothing yeah with start shoes and everything even the women weren't um as fashion forward as um david chang's character no i did pick up on that and I, and I assumed what it was was he was the only character that adopted like western fashion or something right um, but i guess it could have also sometimes with these movies there will be like a care like like because we were talking about the rambler in the other movie how he kind of felt like he was pulled out of a different film and and in this one he's kind of the same way. It's like he's pulled out of a different film, or he's he, he feels a little bit displaced. Um, right. And and I I think the costuming was probably uh, a a lot to do with it. Um, but also it looked really cool. The suit looked really cool in those scenes. I thought. Um, yes, I liked him in a suit. And it's and I and I think I think something about suits and and kung fu and violence just kind of blend together. Um, 
same with like gangster films like suits and gun gunfire just kind of work right um so it was uh but i think i i was i was trying to place the uh the time period it looked like it might have been like the 20s or something or uh it was a little hard to to know for sure because i mean there there was clearly a car in the movie right um but it was and uh, then the style of the gun would make it seem that it was 20s maybe 30s yeah something around that area i don't i don't i i i i I studied history so i should have i should be better at this than (laughs) than i am but um but yeah definitely but it was definitely not like you know Qing dynasty or uh right or before uh but david chang's clothes made me feel like he was from the 70s Okay, in the twenties or thirties, because the even I was looking at the flare of his pants were sort of more of a seventies bell bottomish kind of flare. Oh, to me. I get you. I'll have to check that out. That that's interesting. And he also kind of had longer hair than everybody else too, if I recall. Yeah, his hair was sort of. I mean, it was parted and a little longer. And T Lung had very very short hair. Uh, and I think most of the other characters had pretty short hair as well. Uh, so. Um, so yeah, and, but some of the characters had flicked back hair too. Yeah, which again, I thought that you know that looked cool for this movie. The uh, the overall look, I thought was good. Um, and 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 the again the the way I I really liked the way that they they handled the knives in this movie. Something about that uh, just worked. Um, and I I couldn't quite put my finger on it, but uh, but I but I loved the fight choreography in this one. I was, uh, I was, I was, uh, I, you know, this is one of those movies where even, even though the, the fight scenes are pretty extended, I didn't feel myself getting bored at all. I felt like I was interested in every beat during the fights. Um, but yeah, I'd I'd have to, I'd be, I kind of want to go back and and look at those, those, uh, those slacks again and see if, uh, if I can (laughs) pick up on anything now. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's uh, so. D- did you have any additional thoughts on the on the movie before we uh, before we head out? I just thought it was an, an excellent film that really showed what real life was like in that time period. It wasn't fantastic or like blown out of proportion. It was very dramatic it was well done the characters were believable they related to each other so well you bought into the whole the whole situation and it wasn't your typical um definite good guy definite bad guy kind of thing um i liked how there are two gangs they're not even schools really pitted against each other. And even though one gang is, I don't even want to say more righteous than the other, they both clearly were doing bad things. Well, yeah. Um, it, oh, town. go ahead. Go, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I interrupted you. <laughs> they were obviously both doing bad things in their town because obviously T. Lung was so used to killing people that he's teaching people on the job how to do it. And, you know, the rambler they've known for a while. So it wasn't this straight cut, clear guy, clear cut good guy versus bad guy kind of routine that you always um, 
see in, in these types of movies. And the hero is not your typical hero. He's not righteous through and through. He has his flaws like a normal everyday person does. Yeah, I would agree. And, and and they definitely were, like you said, they were like rival gangs, it seemed. And the the even the good guys, like when they walked down the street, everybody just cleared a path for them. And like yes, one guy did. even dropped, dropped all his tomatoes. Yeah, he, he dropped his tomatoes like, screw it. I'm just going to book it out of here. I don't want to even have any trouble. So I, I, I think you're right. It was a lot. It wasn't like um, it, both. It was too bad groups against each other and T Lung just happened to belong to the more good of the bad groups, I think. Um, right. but, uh, but yeah, I thought it was a great movie and, it, um, and, and, uh, I definitely think people should check it out and they can at, uh, at Amazon prime it's streaming right now. So it's pretty easy to see. Um, now what, well, uh, we'll probably talk more about this after, after we end the broadcast, but, um, uh, we, we were talking about maybe doing, um, was it Heroes Shed No Tears or Holy Flame in the Martial World next? Was that our uh, our next movie? Yeah, it was one of the two. Okay. I haven't seen um, Holy Flame yet, so I'm, I'm itching to see it. Okay, all right. So, but I love Heroes Shed No Tears, so either one. All right, so so likely when we come back, we'll be doing Heroes Shed No Tears or Holy Flames in the Martial World. Um, and uh, and again, the, the movie is The Duel. It's a 1971 Chang Che film, and it's absolutely worth seeing. And we'll be back on in about a week uh, with another discussion. So until then, we'll talk to you later.